more morning, anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, you're a different person. I mean that in the nicest sort of way. <laughs> what does this mean? Well, you like, I don't know, you like seeing other people suffer. Um, yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, in what context? She's agreeing with me. She's watching something right now on the National Geographic oh, channel. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. I am obsessed with this. It's a three-part miniseries over three nights called The Red Zone. And it's a true story. It's inspired by true events of the release of Ebola and like how it got out and how yeah. all these scientists are like, we can't let this go to the public. It's like those contagion videos and movies. Like 28 Days Later, my dream movie. Give us a brief synopsis of the first episode. So Ebola wasn't a natural forming disease that got released? No, it was. Like it was in West Africa, I believe. And it was originally in monkeys. And then they didn't think that it could spread to humans, but it did. And they didn't know what this this disease was at the beginning. And it is scary. It's scary. And when I say you like to watch people suffer, I don't mean you like to see people suffer with Ebola. But... You did, no. uh, you just, it just, it, I don't know, all of that kind of stuff interests you. Like, she likes to get her weird. heart beaten when she's watching TV. I do, like a real good thriller and a scary contagion video. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this could happen. This is happening in real life. Okay, what's it called? It's called The Red Zone. I have another one that gets your blood boiling. Hmm. Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. On HBO. Oh. Yeah. Really good so far. But it's kind of weird. I can't, can't get past one aspect of the show. So this... The Chernobyl happened in, like, Ukraine near the Belarusian border. Right. Anyways, during the show, all they have is English act- actors with English accents. <laughs> I'm like, they all would be speaking Ukrainian or Russian, right? You think. <laughs> but they all have English accents, so it's so so weird. Maybe that's what the uh, radiation did. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you never know. All right, anyway. My gosh, I've turned British. Our, but all these true stories, you should watch them. Our podcast has nothing to do with what no. we just talked about, but that's what this is about. <laughs> There's your TV recommendations for the <laughs> yeah. Fun show, though. Enjoy. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Sunshine, but hazy today. A high of 31 degrees. Fire guards have so far managed to protect high level from raging fire. If the fire breaks hold, evacuees could be going home on the weekend. And yes. I just would, uh, we're talking about uh, the fact that the the grocery store, they got to like refill it back up with food because again, none of the refrigeration was working. So they put all this food in the dumpsters and things like that. It's going to be for everybody in that town, right? Oh, yeah. All of their deep freezes, their yeah. refrigerators, everything but is ruined. They'll gladly do it, though, just to have their homes back. It's for true. Sure. Yeah. Well, as expected yesterday, the Oilers did indeed hire Dave Tippett as their head coach. The excitement between Ken, what Ken brings, and what I've had for this job is I think this is going to be a fun ride. And I would, if I'm a fan out there thinking I'm going to step away, you might be disappointed. They signed him for just under $3 million a year, which actually is a bargain deal now in the NHL with coaches. The coaches right. used to get paid like just like peanuts compared to the players. That's changed in the last couple of years. and uh, yeah, Basically, thanks to the Oilers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we paid our coaches a lot. Yeah, they get That's paid okay. like $5 million a year, right? So uh. there you go. Anyway, yeah. So. Well, the process of crashing under the pressure of a heavy workload just got some validation. Work burnout syndrome has been recognized for the very first time as an official medical diagnosis by the World Health Organization. Now, how do you know if you've got burnout syndrome? Here are some characteristics. Feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativity related to your job. And reduce professional professional efficiency. 
I've got it. <laughs> oh, what you it's happening. <laughs> you guys are burning out before your eyes. It wasn't a very efficient sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. All right. So just some things to be aware of. That's totally a thing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. Thank you, Jack. Let's do it. On this beautiful Wednesday after uh, morning, that is. We're looking for the forward to the Wednesday afternoon. I got the burnout syndrome, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're all burning I'm out. the only one who can talk. Matt's always been burnt out, so you can't tell the difference. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay. Uh, Andy Pillow. Uh, it's a great prize. Your chance to win the grand prize of a uh, Andy Pillow king-size sleep sh- sleep set. Again, we're just trying to get through it here. <laughs> oh, this what a grind. On average, <laughs> parents say this phrase to their children over 500 times a year. No. Hmm. That way be way more than 500. That's true. Yeah. 500. So it's just over once a day. Okay. If you do that quick math. On average, parents say this phrase to their kids over 500 times a year. What is this? Seven, Quit eight. playing with that. So, That's just your parents, Matt. <laughs> it'll, it, it'll fall off. No, it's You're not. Go cross it's not that. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. My name is Chris Sheets. That's Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Matt DeBurs is all Hi. fired up this morning. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, I don't know either. I think he accidentally drank some sunscreen yesterday or something. <laughs> Probably. Something's going on. But anyway, the question this morning at 780-421-1039 is on average, parents say this phrase to their kids over 500 times a year. I'll turn this car around. I'll turn this car around. <laughs> that's a lot of car rides. That's, yeah, 500 times. That, you know, that's, definitely <laughs> Every a fra- time. that's definitely a phrase used, but it's not uh, the, the one that's used more than 500 times a year, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, thanks, Dad. All right, April, what do you think uh, that phrase is that uh, parents use over 500 times a year? Is it I love you? Oh. Uh, Aw, that would be so sweet. I wish it was I love you. No, it's, it's not I love you, April. I wish you were somebody else's problem. <laughs> No, oh not not April. No, no. <laughs> this is what he's That's talking nice. about kids. Yeah, yeah. We know. You knew what he's meant, right, April? Yeah. All right, Justin, what do you think the answer is this morning? Um, put that down. Put that down. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah, those kids are into everything. Put that down. Get that out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> We're using those phrases with our dog right now. Oh, she's not listening. Dogs and young kids are basically the same thing. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Similar. Yeah. Hey, Justin, thanks for the great guess, okay? All right, thank you. Hi, I was wondering if I could guess the answer. Yeah, go ahead. Um, would it be because I said so? Because I said so. That's why. That's a great guess. <laughs> you know what? It's not because I said so, all right? Okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to have to give a, a quick hint. The, the quick hint will be it's something that you probably use more in the morning as you're getting ready for school. Okay. All right? <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's the deal. Uh too early for a question question this morning is on average parents say this phrase to their kids over 500 times a year stephanie what is it let's go i don't know i think that's (laughs) we got to give it to her that's so close matt that's again i know matt is like loopy today yeah every morning okay okay (laughs) hurry hurry up let's go hurry up hurry up is actually the 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 phrase but yeah let's go we're gonna be late all those kind of things get your acting gear yeah yeah you know what that's what apparently uh, we use 500 times a year with our kids and that makes sense doesn't it you 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 just won yourself an endy pillow and you're qualified for that grand prize do you you have children uh yes i do i have two seven and eight and oh so you say that a lot I say it a lot. What are you doing in that room? Hurry up, right? <laughs> right. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
Again, we found out that hurry up is that the phrase that uh, parents use uh, 500 times a year. What is the phrase that you use most, Jack, with your little two-and-a-half-year-old? Hurry up is definitely up there. Yeah. But I think, please eat that. Please eat. Please eat that. <laughs> Is she picky? Yeah, we fight a lot at the table. It's good for you. It's yeah, good for you. It's really good. Matt's little guy is like too young. You just... I say, can you say daddy? <laughs> That's what you say a lot. Somebody guessed it was clean your room. And you guys are like, how could you say clean your room 500 times a year? Oh, yeah, when my daughter was young, it was clean your room. Just a wait. It's coming. thousand times a year. Here's Thomas Rhett and Maren Morris on Kissing Country 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Barbecue weather. Are you kidding me? Absolutely perfect. We're in the, the heart of barbecue season. Yeah. It's the best. You smell your neighborhood. You can smell it everywhere. I was telling you guys, I came home uh, after the football game on Sunday and I was uh, hungry. I was almost hangry. Like I was just almost at that stage. And Karen says, well, fire up the barbecue. And I'm like, oh, that means it's going to take some time. That's the thing about barbecuing, right? She says, fire up the barbecue. We're going to put this roast on. And she had done these fancy bacon-wrapped asparagus, and she put them on there. And and I was real hungry, so I turned the barbecue <laughs> up to cremation level. And I had this thing cranking. And the, the anyway, by the time it all was said and done, there was a serious fire on the barbie, and uh, everything had been char- And no asparagus. Charbroiled. No, <laughs> oh. exactly. Any barbecue worth their salt knows one thing yeah. is the key to good barbecue. Low heat. Slow and low. Yeah. Which is never Who has time for that? Never ever been my thing. But anyway, <laughs> we're talking barbecue right now because we are going to do the barbecue bracket. We're gonna put eight things up against each other. What is your favorite thing to put on the Barbie? I can tell you it's not asparagus wrapped bacon. Though really it, good. It was I guess maybe in, in fairness it wasn't done properly. But yeah. Right. I guess if you wrap anything in bacon, it's all good. But we're gonna put some things head to head. We need, as always, your help to decide which one goes on to the next bracket against somebody else. Who are the first two, Jack? Well, we have kind of categories here. We've got the beef category, the chicken, the pork, and the miscellaneous. Okay, nice. First in the beef category, it's steak versus burgers. Oh, my gosh. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> I don't think enough that it would people be know how to cook steak properly. Yeah. It's hard to screw up a burger on the on the barbecue. Have you ever seen hockey pucks on a barbecue? I, I yes I have, but if you ever cheat like a fancy steak, you go to a friend's house, you're like, oh, they're cooking me steak. I can't wait. Next thing you know, you're eating a piece of rubber. <laughs> I've, I'm going to say it. I think a burger is a better staple for the barbecue. I'm going steak. I'm conventional when it comes to that kind of stuff too, and I'm going to have to agree with you, Matt. I look at these guys. Yeah, steak nights at Jack and Chris's. No, no, no. <laughs> look like it's burgers over at Matt. Are you place. listening? You just, just assumed. I said I you. agreed with you, Matt. You just assumed I wasn't going to. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just not used to this. The first text at one zero three nine three nine is steak. We need yours right now. If you had to choose on the barbecue, steak or burger, it's the barbecue bracket this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes, the barbecue bracket is happening because, seriously, barbecue season is here, no doubt about it. Hopefully your barbecue's in the shade tonight. Yeah, no kidding. 31 degrees. Okay, chicken wing against chicken breast as the chickens battled it out. And who was the winner? The big winner was the chicken breast. The chicken breast. Yeah. I I implore you to cook your wings on the barbecue. Try it again. Yeah. It's so good. Any sauce you recommend there? I say you cook them without sauce and then toss with sauce after. Look at that. I put this sheets on anything sauce. It's there probably you the good go. sauce. Preach it, brother. Okay, got it. Okay, so <laughs> does that mean we're, we're stopping there? Is that right? Or no, they got to... No, gotta, no. We, we got to keep going? Yeah. Pork chops and hot dogs? You got it. The pork <laughs> category. Thank you. 
I'm looking to Matt for guidance. This is right, right? We should you go. Got okay. It. <laughs> like this is we should go for the next one. I'm okay. the wrong person to look for guidance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But you're you're on it today. Okay. Where do you guys stand? On three, Hot say dog. your answer. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> Hot dogs. <laughs> you might as well just put pencil them in. Like I like pork chops. But <laughs> yeah. Hot dogs. They're so good. What's wrong with the pork chops? I don't know. They're just they're weird. Yeah. Really? What are you talking about? I don't know. They're like tough and not really flavorful. You clearly are cooking. You see, them if you properly. cook them hard again, if you cook them at a high enough temperature, you can almost get a little bacon flavor to them. Okay. So <laughs> the thing about pork chop is you can leave the inside a touch pink. Yeah. And it keeps it a little bit more moist. Okay. Don't tell me that. I'm going to end up in the hospital. <laughs> okay. Pork chops or hot dogs? Hot dogs. All right. Text us with your choice at 103.939. Will pork chop get any votes? We'll find out in moments. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The barbecue bracket continues. It's going to be an incredible night to be around the barbie for sure. 31 degrees. That's what they're saying. So we had the big battle, pork chops against hot dogs. And some people said, hey, how come the hot dogs are in the pork category? Hot dogs can be made of all sorts of things. In fact, we don't even want to know what's in a hot dog. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. We but, Googled it. Yeah. I look at the Wikipedia. Bad idea. It's trimmings. <laughs> it's trimmings. Meat yes. trimmings. We so had it could a, be anything. We had a t- uh, term on the farm, lips and something else. Oh, I get you. There's another thing. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, the bottom line was at the end of the day, who was the big winner between the pork chop and the hot dog, Jack? Pork chops. Pork chops won. Yes, they did. Jack's, and by a lot. Jack says she'd never had a properly cooked pork chop. And we just got a call from somebody saying, boil your pork chops first. Boil them first and then you can take care of them. They're a little bit moist and they're they're awesome that way. So there Great you go. idea. Yeah. All right. But anyway, one final uh, round one. And the battle, the final battle, and this is an interesting one, is... Yes, this is the miscellaneous category. <laughs> so it is fish versus veggies on the barbecue. Okay. There's nothing better than you get the old uh, cedar chips, mm. smoke a little salmon on the barbecue. Right. But veggies are just, they have to be my choice. Yeah, yeah I'm a veggie girl. Mushrooms or veggies? Not mushrooms. Yes, no. Okay, because I, I just have a bunch of mushrooms with butter in a in tin foil. That would be all I need. Right? <laughs> I think you're not alone on that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, potatoes are veggies too, and they're great on the barbecue. Okay. There we go. Interesting. This will be an interesting battle. You've got like three minutes to vote. Please text us at 103939. Fish or veggies, which do you prefer on the barbecue as the barbecue bracket continues? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's a lot of barbecuing that goes on at BVJ. Oh, yeah, there is. 6.55. The barbecue bracket again continues. Uh, yes, indeed. We had fish against veggies in our final first round matchup. Interesting. I wish I loved fish, but I just don't like fish. I know it's healthy for you. I know it's good for you, but I just can't get on the fish train. Well, you're not alone. A lot of people couldn't get on the fish train. Veggies was our big winner. There you go. Okay. Well, this is going to be fun. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we will have round number two and then round number one where... Steak will go against pork. Chicken breast will go against veggies, and we'll get to the final count on what is your most popular thing on the barbecue, especially on a day like this. It's hard to say. There's a lot of champions in this category. Yeah, there is. Weird or what Wednesday in moments, I guarantee you we're going to gross the majority of you out. Hang on. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. L.A. Nissan and Leduc, are you an Uber driver? Do you need your annual vehicle inspection? Now only $39.99 at L.A. Nissan in Leduc, your newest Uber partner. Reports of a power outage in the Summerside area, so if you encounter any intersections with the traffic lights and flash, treat them as a four-way stop. Just a little bit of traffic volume make it... Yeah, that ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. right. That someone would be me. Yeah. 
That boy ain't right. I tweeted on the weekend that uh, unpopular opinion, ketchup on steak. Are you with me? The majority of people weren't, but there was some that were. <laughs> really? I Absolutely. If I, I'll put ketchup on anything, but ketchup on steak absolutely makes it perfect for me. Like a lot? To, to each their <laughs> own, man. To each their own. You do whatever you want to your steak. I'm not telling you what you're going to do, but I will be judging you hard. St- ketchup and steak is a cardinal sin in the food world. That is not how you enjoy a steak. A little salt and pepper, maybe some steak spice. That's it. Barbecue sauce. That's it. Especially an expensive steak. Yep. What if you had a $30 steak, would you put ketchup on it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You would just oh. put brand name ketchup on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fancy ketchup like the bare naked ladies talk about. And now uh-huh. look at this. Some crazy results coming in from Instagram. When we first put it up, it was 100% weird. Now it's only 69% weird. Sweet. All right. There you go. What do you think? Is it weird or what? Are you with me? Ketchup on your steak, on your barbecue tonight. Again, as always, you can text us or call us 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. That boy ain't right. Apparently, I said unpopular opinion, but I like ketchup on my steak. No big deal. If you're putting... No. It's, it's kind of a big deal. It's a horrible thing. You're, t- you're ruining a steak. Hmm. You buy an expensive steak and you put ketchup on it. Ugh. Don't even marinate it. Any steak over $20, don't marinate. Just eat the steak. Chris, somebody text in. In the 20 years I have been listening to Chris Sheets on the radio, this is the craziest thing he's ever said. He's finally losing it. Yeah. Yeah. Burnout for I, you. I apologize. <laughs> right yes. Another text here. Chris, it's weird. We have the best beef in the world. Why would you put ketchup on it? We do have the best beef in the world, but it's just, you know what makes it even better? Sugar. Heinz? Yes. Well, you might be starting something. Someone said, have you ever had tomatoes with steak? Why do you think they call it a beef steak tomato? Ketchup is made from tomatoes. This is not weird at all. You skipped an important middle step there. Yeah. (laughs) From tomato to tomato sauce. All right. Not weird at all. I totally do it, Chris. I'm Ukrainian, and I even eat my pierogies with ketchup. Of course you do. There's no other way to eat a pierogies with a, with ketchup. You oh have to have a... I like the people that basically say I eat like a five-year-old. Yes, lots of toddlers doing this. I hate ketchup so much, says a texter, that I try to avoid introducing it to my toddler. Mm-hmm. Sadly, someone else did, and it makes me gag every time she eat, he eats it. And ketchup, yeah, it goes on a steak. Do you think you're weird, though, Chris? No. No, I think it's completely normal. I think by the end of this this bit, we have to. You have to admit that it's weird. Huh? You can still like it, but yeah, you're of just course. You weird. Can, you're going to do it. That's I see fine. what you're saying. Okay, let me think. admit that it's weird. Let though. me think about that. And again, <laughs> keep texting or calling seven eight zero four two one. What do you? Th- one zero three nine. What do you think? Weird or what? Ketchup on your steak. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Weird or what Wednesday? If I have a choice and there's ketchup, I will always put it on my steak. And I, I get what you guys are saying. Like, just because I do it, can I not admit it's weird? I don't know if it's weird. I, I'm finding out it's wrong. <laughs> yes. I guess. I don't think it's wrong. It's just weird. You oh. do whatever you want to oh. your food. No one's going to stop it. Somebody thinks it's wrong. They just said when you go to the keg, they don't have ketchup on the tables. And that's for a reason. It's gross. I bet you if you went to the keg and you asked... Can I have some ketchup? They'll bring it up. Oh, they will. Sure. Changing perspective, it's not weird. Think about it. You put ketchup on your hamburger. That's beef. What's the difference? Exactly. Thank you. Different kind of cut. Thank you. They ground up the not-so-good beef into ground Mm. beef. Thank you, Texter. What about you, Sabrina? Weird or what? Not weird at all. I love sour cream on my steak. Excuse me? 
Okay, that happens by accident, doesn't it? Like, cause yeah, you got the, the you potatoes. Got the baked potato, and then it kind of slides in there. And but but you actually put the sour cream on your steak. It started out as it just was on my potatoes, yeah. and then I realized it tasted so good, so I, I add one on my potato and I add one on my steak. I'm with Sabrina. It is good. I've had it. It's so yummy. Yeah. I think your food privileges should be taken away, and you should be fed through a tube. Hmm. No. <laughs> That's quite drastic. That went zero to sixty. <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, yeah. Why do these people judge us? Like it, it's the, the bottom line is it's all going to the same place and it all comes out the same place. You know, usually. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Where do one of this barbecue day to put ketchup on your steak? I do. You know, it's serious when I'm starting to get private text messages oh, oh. on my iPhone. Stan Siding from Beaumont. Ketchup on a steak is a must, and I even put it on my pierogies and all my meats. I'm with you all the way. Big thumbs up, Stan. Thank you, Stan. Wow, and he's capitalizing that too. I'm with you all the way. Yeah, all text, all caps. It's just like a Donald Trump text yeah, or tweet. Yes. <laughs> Got this text. I use ketchup to make my barbecue sauce, so I think you should eat your food how you like it. In fact, Chris, food rules are the dumbest things. Exactly. Matt is like the food rule guy. No, You're no, like, you no, want to no, be no. a food referee. Like, I, yeah. I, hey, like I said. Hand yeah. him a red card. Li- he's getting yellow <laughs> for sure. You, you can do whatever you like to your food. I'm yeah. not going to stop you, but you just have to admit it's weird. I feel like people are, 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 you know what? I feel like there's some momentum headed my direction. For example. I'm totally with Chris. Yes. What? Totally with Chris. Mm-hmm. In fact, I when I first met my, well, now ex-husband, maybe that's why, um, our first date, we went to a really nice restaurant, and we ordered filet mignon, and I asked for a side of ketchup. He's like, what? Oh, oh boy. And we went really well for a number of years, <laughs> but with steak, I have ketchup all the time. It's great. Nice. Jack, I go on a date with you, and I ordered the fillet mignon with ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a second date? No. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> but that's not the reason. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I was a little stir this morning by saying I love ketchup on my steak on this barbecuing night day. And uh, the question is, is it weird or what? We put it on Facebook. Shelly says, well, it must be a Thorsby thing. My ex-husband does the exact same thing. There's thousands of you out there. There is. Yeah, you're noticing that, right? That makes me feel better. Kathy's amongst them. She says, steak is just a vehicle for my ketchup. There you go. Exactly. It helps us get the ketchup into our system. Pat, you get the last word. Is it weird or what? Ketchup is a flavor that you give to a child to mask the food they don't like. Like broccoli. Yes. Yes. All kids need dip. My take on this is you like ketchup and the texture of steak. I see. You like pierogies. Yes. And the texture of pierogies. That's weird, man. That's a child's food. <laughs> you are a child, Chris. We're yes. getting into the psychology of why Chris likes ketchup, and I love it. My seven-year-old, ketchup on everything. Right, right, right. I get it. Okay, but you know what? Think about that. Was that not a great time in your life? Like, <laughs> why would you want to move on? Why would you want to move on? I'm stuck at you know seven, what? and I'm pretty hey, happy there. Just, uh, just take care of yourself. <laughs> right. You're concerned, aren't you? Hey, I, I went. Am. I went to the doctor on Saturday. My cholesterol has gone down, and I have good blood sugar levels. So la ti da. Is it thanks to Heinz? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a ketchup diet. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
Talk about the corporate challenge. These corporate challenges are crazy, right? It's like uh, just everybody's getting involved and doing all sorts of different things. And so I'm going to go in the run tonight with the ladies, and I look forward to that. But anyway, the 8K, it's going to be 30, 30 or 31 degrees. It's not Ooh. the hottest run I've ever been in. I once ran the Edmonton Marathon that started at 5 o'clock at night, and it was 35 degrees that day. And I'm not joking. I can't believe they let you run in that. They did. And by the time— Running crazy stuff. Oh, by the time I finished, honestly, I, I got to the finish line. You could just hear sirens everywhere. It sounded like a <laughs> war zone. Like there was just, I, I got her done in four and a half hours and it took Jeez. me about a month to recover after that. But here's the question. What is the hottest you've ever been? Jack, have you ever ran a marathon at 35 degrees? Sure haven't. This is going to seem like a humble break. But this one time when I was in Thailand, it was so hot. It was crazy (laughs) that I went in the water and I couldn't even feel the water. Like the water was so hot and the air was so hot. I just didn't know what to do. You couldn't feel the water. I couldn't feel the water. So I had to drink so much. Okay. (laughs) I was in Mexico. Watuco, in fact. Yes. On a kissing trip. Yes. We went golfing. Uh-huh. <laughs> we went in the morning, but the afternoon hit. It yeah. might have been 36, 37 degrees. Ooh. And I decided I'd, I was getting cold. So I oh, had yes. this like, pounding headache. I had to leave the last three holes. I was so exhausted. You always have to leave. You always but leave still, golf early. Hypothermia. It, 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 that's actually a thing that happens. Like mm-hmm. when we were on that run when it was 35 degrees, Bruce Bowie, he used to work on this station, now works on Ched. He was like, I'm getting the shivers. Like he said, I'm getting the shivers. I got to stop running. So there you go. It gets so hot, you get the shivers. What about you? What's the hottest you've ever been? We want to hear your story. Have you ever been so hot you never felt water? (laughs) (laughs) The girl who couldn't feel water. It's a real thing. That might be the weirdest thing you've ever said. I don't know. That's that's how hot it was. Okay. Here's Luke Combs, Kissing Country, 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So we're talking about, we've got the corporate challenge tonight. We're running the 8K run. It'll be fine. I... I got no problem running in the heat. Even when we go to Watuco, Matt talked about how hot yeah. it was there. I just, I love, I love the you heat. You do run. And it's weird. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I sweat when it's cold. I sweat when it's hot. I just always sweat. Plus 40, same sweat. <laughs> always sweat. So we're looking for the times that you've been your hottest. Got this text. Seven and a half months pregnant in August, working with my husband when he managed a pizza shop. It was 34 degrees. I spent a lot of time in the walk-in cooler. Yes, you would. Another story from Vegas, and this comes from Jess from our office. August long weekend, our Uber driver's party trick was legitimately cracking an egg on the pavement, and it cooked in 15 seconds. 47 (laughs) degrees that afternoon. We stayed in the shade and AC all day. I sweat in places I didn't even know I had. There you go. Why would you leave the casino? You have to stay inside. Yeah, most do, I think. But the egg You might thing, want to go see the sights. That egg trick would be fun. <laughs> I think so too. Years ago, it was really, really hot. I was doing the afternoon show and I had my old car and I was like cooking eggs on the hood, I remember. And it took some time, but they kind of solidified and then they'd cook. But yeah, nothing like that Vegas 45. Sandra, what about you? Last summer, I took my daughter down to the States for a soccer camp. When we left Alberta, it was 32, 33 degrees. By the time we hit the border... It was 39, and by the time we got into the States, it was 45 degrees. Isn't that something? Yes. Wow. And we were traveling in a black minivan with black interior, and then my minivan got the nickname of the rotisserie because we felt like roasting chicken. (laughs) That's hilarious. When you touch the the seatbelt buckle and you get third-degree burns. So bad. Yeah, it gives you an accidental tramp stamp. (laughs) (laughs) It branded.
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But uh, we're talking about the heat and the hottest you've ever been this morning. Yes, we took the kids to Disneyland uh, two years ago at the end of September. The week we were there, there was a heat wave. It was about 48 degrees Celsius with the humidity. Never again do I want to feel that heat. Now, the only positive thing was that we practically had the park to ourselves. We could stay on the rides without getting off. I was going to say, yeah, if it was busy, that'd be hell on earth. Pretty much. <laughs> Hot enough. Oh, man. <laughs> Want to go on a ride? Get away from me, Mickey. <laughs> Stop sweating on me, Mickey. Jeez, Disneyland, like, and with the kids in yeah. that heat. Oof. Good for you. Yeah, uh, still. Chris would be there with <laughs> yeah, bells he on. He probably was there. Happiest place on earth. Uh, yes, Sky. So uh, I'm a Ukrainian dancer. I've been dancing my whole life. And one time we went on tour to Ukraine. And we're walking through the airport, and it was it just felt really weird and muggy and kind of cold. It's because they didn't have air conditioning. They just had refrigeration in the airport. Right. And as we were walking out, it's okay, great. Well, I mean, it's kind of cool, so it must not be too bad outside. And then the sliding doors open, and we go to step outside. And I absolutely, literally choked stepping out. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it felt like a wall, and it was 47 degrees Celsius and 100% humidity. Not a single cloud in the sky. Oh, man. Wow. I almost fell over. We couldn't breathe. And then by the time it took us 100 feet to walk across the parking lot to the uh, to the bus, every single one of us was soaked. Guy, as a good Ukrainian would say, it was not very duja dobra, was it? No, duja horiacha tak. Did you just swear? Can we hear this? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Today's going to be a scorcher, though, 31 degrees. Appropriate. It's the sound of you firing up your barbecue. And we're going to continue the barbecue challenge. There's a bit of a flaw in our barbecue bracket we did earlier this morning. Somebody pointed it out. Basically, we put eight things up against each other, and we're trying to find out what's the number one thing to put on your Barbie. Somehow we missed ribs. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like, and I don't know if I would have caught it either, but I feel like I wasn't part of the planning process of the uh, bracket, and I don't, I don't think I would have got ribs either. But we had ribs the other night off the barbecue, and they were fantastic. They are so good. Anyway, it'll be steak against pork, chicken breast against all the vegetables, and we'll battle them out coming up in moments. Can't wait. Ooh, intense. And maybe Rib will take on the challenge. The champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. We'll have bonus Rib. We're talking because of the 31 degrees, uh, the hottest you've ever been. Uh, for me, it was definitely my wedding day. It was uh, the end of July, 33, 34 degrees that afternoon. Uh, the ceremony was at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so the hottest point of the day. Outdoor wedding, and my dress had to have weighed like 100 pounds. Oh, man. <laughs> You poor and thing. I am standing at the altar, holding hands with my soon-to-be husband, trying to stare lovingly into his eyes as we say our vows, and all I can feel is a bead of sweat drop from behind my ear, roll down my neck, between my shoulder blades, down my back, over my butt, to the inside of my thigh, all the way down to my ankle. I was just like... Oh, this is gross. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's gross. I feel like I need I need to pay I feel like I need to pay money for what you just described. Wow, Isn't yeah. that a scene from Flash Dance? <laughs> <laughs> Is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, that music can mean only one thing. It's time for another bracket challenge with a barbecue season in full form. And you know, tonight's going to be a huge night on the Barbie. We've had the Battle of the Barbecue. 
We had steak and burgers go against each other. Steak won. We had pork chops and hot dogs go against each other. Pork chops won. They did. We had chicken wings and chicken breasts go against each other. Chicken breasts won. And fish and vegetables. Vegetables could be potatoes, could be mushrooms, could be... Zucchini. Peppers. All those kind of things, Mixed. right? Exactly. Mixed. So now what we're going to do is we're going to put two against each other, two against each other, and then have the finals. We don't know where ribs went. We just decided to stay away from them. They were just... Category unto themselves. Exactly. So right now, we need you to text to 103939. What would you prefer if you had to have one thing off the Barbie? Chicken breast or your choice of vegetables wrapped up in tinfoil with a bunch of butter and all sorts of other stuff? Veggies, for sure. Yeah, I'm going veggies. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Chicken breast is too boring. See, chicken breast is my favorite thing. If I could, only could eat one thing off the Barbie, it would be the chicken breast. That would be my choice. Do you put sauce on it when you cook it? I put ketchup on it, of course. You disgust me. Actually, I don't put ketchup on my chicken breast. Good. I put ketchup on my steak, but not my chicken breast. What about you? Text us now. Who's going to the final? Is it chicken breast or veggies? It's the barbecue challenge. And we need you to vote. Here's Brett Aldridge. It's drunk on your love. We're Kissing Country 103.9. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Emily Reed, it's called A Good Time Being a Woman. Jack likes that song. Yeah, I like her. And best of all, she's Canadian. There you go. It's 831. 31 degrees in the sunshine. That's what uh, we're calling for. It's a barbecue season, so we're trying to find out which uh, barbecue item you prefer most on your barbie. We had the chicken breast going against the veggies in the mm-hmm. first of two semifinals. And the winner was... Chicken breast. Chicken breast. Thank you. Meat over veggies. Yeah. As it should be. You think so? Yeah. Well, I'd... Veggies are great. It was a tough one, and they were very close. It was just a couple of votes that separated them. Okay. Well, who's going to go to the final and take on chicken breast? Is it going to be steak or the pork chop? I, You know, pork Ooh. chop is definitely an underdog. It's probably like the Toronto Raptors against the there we go. Golden State Warriors. So there Warriors. might be a chance. There's a chance. You know, if the pork chop, chop can pull out a Kawhi Leonard three-pointer at the buzzer, it might pull her off. I, I, I think they're down by 10 with five seconds to go. Thanks, steak scotter, bud. <laughs> you right. can text us your vote. Would you rather have steak or pork chops on the barbecue? Okay. Steak for sure. How do you guys like your steak done? Medium rare. Medium well. Yeah. Blue rare. With ketchup, of course. <laughs> Alright, pork chop or steak? Who's going up against chicken breast? It all depends on you. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Sure. Uh, I, that, <laughs> that analogy speaks for think itself. That. that sums it up. Somehow, when we did our barbecue bracket, we missed out on ribs. I don't even know we how. We forgot ribs. It took Jack and I literally 10 seconds to come up with a list, and it's, we were so happy with and ourselves. you could tell, it's and we didn't have Dad proofread it. It's pretty obvious. It, yeah, it was a 10-second <laughs> job. So I just talked to chicken breast, because chicken breast beat veggies. Steak just beat pork chops, which was, again, Correct. a no-brainer. I just talked to chicken breast, and I am the biggest fan of chicken breast on the planet. And so I'm willing to relinquish chicken breast. Chicken breast says, we're just going to go off to the side and we're mm-hmm. going to let ribs slide in. It, it's kind of like uh, the Memorial Cup where the host team gets to actually The play. host meat was ribs. Exactly. Okay. E- even if they didn't. So what's going to happen right now is uh, we're going to do a little bit of an audible and it's going to be steak against ribs on the barbecue. Steak versus ribs oh. on the barbecue. I think... Oh, man, hard to say. Because if you do your ribs on the barbecue, they come, become a little tough sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they are delicious when you finish them off after being in the yeah, oven. Yeah, here's the question. If you could only have one bite of a well-done steak on a on a barbecue or a well-done rib on a barbecue, which one would you choose? I'd say rib. I say steak. 
I don't like eating it off the bone. I don't like doing that. Because <laughs> it's too messy. Yeah. Jack eats like the queen. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I love sucking my fingers. As my wife would point oh. out, stop licking your fingers, Chris. <laughs> All right. I got to go ribs for sure. Okay. Two for us say ribs. One says steak. But most importantly, what do you say? Which one is the best thing on your barbecue tonight? Text us at 103939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.